Welcome to the Mindfulness Medic Podcast, where we embark on a transformative journey of the mind, body, and soul. This is not just another podcast. It's a sanctuary of wisdom, resilience, and growth. In a world that never stops, we pause here. We dive deep into the inner workings of the human experience, exploring the profound, the practical, and the profoundly practical. Join me as I uncover the secrets to unlocking your potential, embracing mindfulness, and living life with intention. From the power of presence to the art of purpose, this podcast is your compass and the path to self-mastery. Prepare to be inspired, challenged, and enlightened. It's time to awaken your inner healer, your true warrior. Welcome to the Mindfulness Medic Podcast. Your journey starts now. Today I want to talk about the spirituality pillar. In these last few episodes I've been talking about the different pillars in my six pillar system, the mindfulness medic six pillars that I've been applying to my life now consistently over the last couple of years in my own personal transformative journey of growth and discovery and figuring out who I am and who I want to be. Because I had reached that point in life a couple of years ago where I had hit rock bottom, I was morbidly obese, I was suffering from anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts. I was using vices and addictions to soothe all of that inner pain that I was feeling, to distract myself from my reality. I was addicted to nicotine, alcohol, pornography, just generalized laziness, sitting on the couch in front of the TV, playing video games, getting lost in alternate realities, in the VR headset, distracting myself from life and reality and everything that surrounded me. To the point where my life started to fall apart because of all those things that I was running from, I was hiding from, those masks I was wearing, that person that I was trying to hide from, suffering from PTSD, I realized that I was not serving myself or serving others in my highest potential. I was not an optimized husband. I wasn't serving my wife, my wife who poured so much into me, who has poured so much into me as I followed my dreams in my careers and in my personal life and who has supported me throughout everything I've ever done and who has done nothing but love me unconditionally. There was a point where I wasn't serving her. I wasn't there as I should be as that husband with those vows that I took, with that love and protection and leadership that I promised her. I wasn't an optimized father either. I wasn't showing up for my kids. I was absent. I was disconnected. I was disengaged. I would always say no, maybe some other time. I don't have enough time for that right now. To the point where I have whole entire years in my children's young early years where I can hardly remember those memories. I had hit that rock bottom point in my life and needed to change. So I started down that path of self-discovery and growth. And eventually I realized that I was applying six things to my life, six fundamental things on a day-to-day basis. Looking back, I was able to recognize that these six things were the, the tenets, the principles, the, the, the aspects that I was applying to my life that were providing me the ability to turn my life around and to improve. So today I want to talk about the spirituality pillar, pillar number three. Spirituality to me was a pretty non-existent thing for most of my, my, my life. I remember being younger in my teenage years and young adult years and being fairly pretty much either atheist or agnostic. Atheist more in my 
rebellious punk rock years listening to metal with my middle finger up in the air to everything in the world like a lot of people go through. The atheism gave me that identity of that anti-authority stance. As I got older, it was just more kind of agnostic. I didn't really know what I believed in or if I believed in anything. I just, I just didn't really know. I was unsure. I'd always come from that kind of scientifically based mindset of always wanting proof, always wanting some sort of tangible, measurable metric in order to quantify my belief in something. And that's kind of the mindset I was at early on during my darkest periods in life, is not having a belief in anything greater than myself. But throughout my career, again, one of the gifts that a career being a first responder or in healthcare gives people, if they're willing to receive it, is that gift of perspective, once again. And that perspective being, you were surrounded constantly and bear witness to the dying process. You see death firsthand. You see what it is like up close and personal with the touches, the sensations, the smells, the sights, the, the sounds of death. And one thing that I recognized was a regular occurrence and a regular feeling that I experienced was whenever I was around somebody who had passed away, a human body that had passed away, there was always a very palpable difference in the room as far as an energy is concerned. That that human body that was laying there, lifeless, motionless, completely devoid of life, was also devoid and missing something else. And I couldn't ever quite put my finger on it. And anyone who's ever been around an individual who has passed away knows what this feeling is. Because the body that is in front of you is like a husk. It's like a, an empty shell that's missing something on the inside. And it took me a while to realize what that something is. And that something is a soul, an energy source, the vitality, the life in the human body, the vessel. And it was from that perspective in understanding and viewing and witnessing and feeling what death was like that started to open up my eyes and open up those doors to me in my own personal spiritual journey. Because if there's an energy source within us, if there's a soul, how did it get there? It's one of the age-old questions. Somebody, something, there has to be some reason why that occurred. And that's where my own development of my spiritual practice and what I believed in started to develop. I've never been a huge fan of religion. I consider myself spiritual. I believe religion can sometimes misconstrue or add that forced human element to things to make it overly organized, overly authoritative. It's just that human explanation for things that are hard to explain. I don't really care what you believe in as long as you seek to believe in something greater and bigger and more powerful than yourself. I think that's the key. Too many people get wrapped up in the dissension or the disagreement that is the religious debate on whose religion's right versus who's wrong. I don't waste my time or energy with those types of conversations. 
nor do I think it benefits anyone to get involved in those situations or those conversations. I think you just, we must all find what we believe in within ourselves because I believe that's where God comes from, whether or not you want to call it God, Jesus, Buddha, the universe, or any other n name that we've given it. That higher power resides within each and every one of us the good and the bad, the dark and the light, the yin and the yang. It's all a balance. The universe is about balance. It's all a dichotomy. Because when you're developing that higher belief in something, it starts to fuel the purpose you feel within yourself. And that is what started to allow me to recognize the gift of life and the scarcity and finality of time. And how our time here is so short and how it's so critically important to maintain that perspective that we're here for a reason. We're here to learn. We're here to have the human experience. That's why our souls were put into this body. And from there, you develop the gratitude of everything around you because you develop the eyes to see. You develop the eyes to see and the ears to hear. <laughs> it's the symbiotic relationship between all of it. That's the funny thing about those the pillars, the six pillars, is that they all intertwine, they all interweave together at times where one leads benefit to the other and the other, and it's just this continual upwards building of the positive energy behind it all. How the spirituality and the spiritual practice helps develop that presence and the gratitude in life, which then helps you serve at a higher level in your families and within your tribes. And then fuels that desire to make yourself more physically and mentally fit and more resilient, which helps suppress that darkness you feel inside, suppressing and, and, and you're able to surmount that darkness you feel, the depressions, the anxieties, which then lead you to making better decisions financially. You see, that's the cool thing about the system, the six pillars, is that they all work together symbiotically. My spiritual practice... What I do on a daily basis is fairly simple. I wake up every morning and I say my morning prayer, which is just my, my daily intentions for the day, what I set out to, to want to do, because I believe that when you put that thought out into existence, that is what God or the universe gives back to you, whether that's positive or negative. I've talked about this before, about energy return. So I incorporate that into my prayers. I, I, I proclaim what it is I want as far as my, my love, my abundance, and my success in life. And I list out some things that I'm grateful for. Usually just simply grateful for another opportunity to awaken to this life, to experience all that this human experience has to offer me. A daily prayer every morning helps kind of center your mind and center your your daily direction, your objective in, in that day. Because when you set your intention like that, it just helps set that path in front of you to move through your day with that security of the faith that it's all going to work out, that you just need to trust the process, that everything that you are experiencing is for a reason and it's all part of your test, your experience. It's all for you because Life is happening for you. It's not happening to you. Whatever intentions you're setting into your day is what you're going to receive back. And that's what you can use to build that life that you want. 
in order to build that personal success, professional success, or financial success. And that's the big secret that people, I wish, would realize, is that they have the power to create those things. You can use the word manifest if you choose, if you're so daring. One of the other things that hit me really hard this year, a couple months ago, in my spiritual journey, is my relationship with God and really developing what that relationship is. You see, until a few months ago, I believed in God as I was developing my own spiritual beliefs, but I had always felt like God never spoke to me. And I have welcomed God into my life, and at the time, I just believed that I wasn't worthy enough of being spoken to. Because I had done some things in my life, in my past, that I had regretted. And I had lived a lot of my life with a, a lot, a lot of guilt and shame and remorse. Which has caused a lot of negative feelings in my life. Of fear and anger. So I felt like God wouldn't speak to me because I had those things in my life. We visited Rome. We went on a family vacation to Italy over the summer, and we visited Rome during one portion of the two-week trip. And it was mind-blowing to me because it is essentially one of the most religious and holy places on earth as far as the amount of history and religion there. Went to the Vatican went to all the other holy sites, and I started to feel more and more increasingly drawn to have a conversation with God. And I remember feeling so torn and in turmoil because I desperately wanted to have that conversation because I felt that that was that next level in my development that I, I needed. I felt that void inside of my heart. <laughs> I remember at one of the... Um, hotels we were staying at there was a steam room in the gym and after working out in the gym one night I was sitting in the steam room enjoying that incredible heat and discomfort and just sitting there and I remember asking out loud God please speak to me tell me what my purpose is in life and I kept saying that over and over again. God, what is my purpose? God, what is my purpose? What am I to do? Why am I here? And nothing. And nothing. And I started to cry. And tears just started to pour out of my face. And I don't know if it was just the emotional aspect of it all or the fact that it was just uncomfortably hot in that steam room. But I asked again, God, what is my purpose here? Why am I here? And then the voice in my head spoke, and it said, to live. And I went, to live? Surely there must be more than that. And at that point, I thought it was just my mind making up an answer for me. And I started to get a little frustrated, and I, and I cried out again, God, please just speak to me. I've done nothing but try to be a good person over the last couple of years and, and trying to do the right things and trying to live a life directed more towards what my potential is in your name why am i here what is my purpose and then another voice came into my head and it said live in the truth to live live in the truth 
Let me say that again. Because for nearly a decade, I struggled with my relationship with God and feeling that void and that darkness in my life and feeling like I was never worthy enough to have that relationship or have that conversation. And he spoke to me in Rome in that steam room and he said, my purpose was to live, live in the truth. And that was the answer I needed. And since then, I have been doing nothing but trying to live in the truth. Because in order to live, each and every one of us must live in our truths, whatever that is to you. Everybody's truth is different. Everybody's truth is personal. That is your own journey to undertake. To me, living in the truth meant to stop running and hiding from those things in life that I was trying to escape because I realized over the last couple of years, all of my building and all of my growth and all of that development I was trying to undergo was simply trying to outgrow an older version of myself that I didn't like. I was trying to run away and to hide and strip away all of those masks. But the thing I realized is the better I made myself through my own growth and self-development in this journey, the more it only accentuated, the more it only unearthed and uncovered all of those negative aspects about me that I couldn't outrun, that I couldn't hide from unless I lived in the truth. And that's what I've done. And there were some things that I've had to face over the last month and a half in living in my truth that have been absolutely terrifying. And I've learned that in order to attain anything in life, you need to be willing to sacrifice everything. Whatever that thing is in life that you want, whether that's a personal thing, a materialistic thing, or something within your own relationships with people, you need to be willing to sacrifice everything and to put everything on the table in order to get that thing. Because if you're not willing to sacrifice everything, if you're not willing to put your soul out there as collateral, I would argue that you don't really want that thing enough. Because I think that's part of the test that God puts us through, is are you willing to sacrifice everything in order to get it? And that's what I've been doing. And there was a couple times over the last month, month and a half, that I thought I might lose everything. That my entire world was going to crumble down around me. That that darkness was going to envelop me once again. Because the darkness was brought on sometimes by bearing it all and living in the truth. Because you uncover those demons, you shine the light on all of those dark spots that were hiding the devil. And that's when things get real. Things get pretty gnarly really quick. But the thing about the light, the thing about living in the truth, the thing about God is that you're always forgiven. That it's always okay. And that as long as you are righteous and living in your truth and shining your light brightly, that darkness, that evil that devil will never prevail and things will always work out in the way and the manner that they're supposed to work out. So my spiritual journey continues with my main mission, my objective, my purpose now with my relationship with God is just based in honesty because I have now stripped away everything in my life that I was running away from. All of those lies I was telling myself, all of those lies I was telling other people, I've stripped it all away. So now I am able to live life 
as myself, bearing all, bearing my soul to the world, to God, to the people I love. And that is a fantastic feeling. That is the most liberating and free feeling that I have experienced my entire life. It was like the weight of the world was taken off my shoulders. So I suggest anyone who's living a lie or they're living a life of running away from those things and thinking that you're going to be able to outgrow or outdevelop those things that you're hiding from or you're running from, I can tell you it's not going to work, man. It's not the way to go. That living in the truth is the only way you can absolve yourself of all of that guilt and that shame and that fear and that anger you feel inside yourself. Whatever that means to you, that's the part you need to figure out on your own. I can't help you out. I can't figure that out for you. I can only tell you through my own experience that living in the truth was one of the most important and impactful decisions I've ever made in my entire life. So I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to this episode on spirituality and bearing with me through my loquacious rants. I'm going to try to release an episode every week. Sometimes it's going to be every other week. My schedule at the fire department can be a little crazy sometimes, so bear with me. But I appreciate all the continued support. It means the world to me. I love you all from the bottom of my heart. If you want to support me even further, if this resonated with you, click like, leave a comment subscribe tell your friends go to mindfulnessmedic.net pick yourself up some merch pick yourself up one of the t-shirts all the t-shirts all the designs are all about my own personal journey of self-growth and development transformation i've undergone each of them are tied into one of six pillars so until next time stay mindful